you know, I'm too old to change. Yeah. And that is such an old school way of thinking where I'm stuck in my ways. I'm never going to change. And that's it. Are we clear on what we want to feel in a relationship? Mm -hmm. Spending the time with yourself to ask yourself that question. What do you want to feel? What do you want to create? What is that? You, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's going to be hard to find someone if you're not clear on that first. Understanding yourself. And when you are dating those first few dates, you know, maybe it is having that conversation about how they feel loved. And you don't have to position it to say, what's your love language? Aloha, everyone. Welcome to Aloha Life Unchartered. Oh, yeah. We're going on an uncharted adventure where we will explore the unpredictable, unrelenting, and unfiltered experiences of relationships, love, work, love, friendships, love, family. Oh, and love. Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll make sure we put a lot of love into this. <laughs> We are your hosts and real-life couple, Sean Christian and Ari Zucker, and we are inviting you into our world of adventures. And uh, don't forget misadventures, mm -hmm. into what it takes to create a happy, healthy life. Also aimed with humor and heart, mm. of course. Let's prop up our sails and head into a journey uncharted. <laughs> That's pretty good, babe. Yeah. All right, here we go. Aloha, everybody. We're having fun already. Aloha. We're already having fun behind the scenes. <laughs> That's right. This is another episode of Aloha Life Uncharted. Thank you for being here. We really do appreciate you following this series, being here with us, hoping you're getting some value out of it. We're having a wonderful time actually learning as we go, by the way. So we really appreciate each and every one of you. Are you saying we fake it till we make it, babe? Is no. That, as we're learning as we go? Is what that... I'm saying is we're on an adventure of the unknown. <laughs> yes, we oh, are. Uncharted. Uncharted. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. And every time we're uncharted, we're uncertain, we learn something. So that's what we're here. That's right. That's right. So and welcome. we have the amazing Leanne Lazar with us uh, again. And she is, if you hadn't heard the other two podcasts, uh, she is part of our team now at Aloha Life Coaching. And we're so happy to have her. We're so happy to have her on the podcast, even though I'm acting like you're not here, Leanne. Hi. <laughs> um, I'm excited. <laughs> I always like giving someone a nice introduction. You know, it's like I think it's good. Just prop them up. You prop know, them up, right? Yeah. Yeah, There's no pressure. Nice. They're like, oh gosh, she's putting me on a pedestal. Now, how am I going <laughs> to? Support system, yeah, right? I love right. It. That's right. That's right. And dream team, should I say? Dream team. So, dream Leanne, team. we're going to let you take it away this time okay. with what our topic is, uh, just to remind everybody what we're doing on this podcast. Absolutely. I'm so excited about this podcast today because we are talking about relationship renewals. And this is in all aspects of your life, whether it's your children, your family, your friends, your coworkers, your romantic partners, your ex-partners, all of it. Just how do you invigorate and renew these relationships in your life? Um, we're coming into spring. It is the time of rebirth and opening up and just um, kind of coming out of the winter, the fall, you know, all the things, the holidays, the, the waves of COVID pandemics. It's like, let's go. Hello. It is the let's go. Yes. It's definitely the let's go. So with renewal, of course, you know, we have to start somewhere. And quite yes. often we are, st we start with what we perceive as problems mm -hmm. and how do we renew them into potentials. We start with obstacles. How do we renew those into opportunities? We start with challenges. How do we now create an opportunity to change, to renew, 
And we, we have different transitions in our life. You know, we go through a million transitions even in a given day. But what are some of the strategies that you found with regard to relationships? You know, we, we, people get together, they get in this comfort zone and we start taking each other for granted. Guilty is charged. Right? I mean, you know. First of all, I'm just letting everybody that is not true. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I try to be very, very mindful yeah. of, of, uh, of that. That's exactly where to start, Sean. I'm so glad you you said that. Literally being mindful, being aware. I think that awareness is probably 85% of change, right? Is just being aware. So I think it's about seeing where you are in your life, especially with a relationship. It could be a new relationship. It could be, you know, a long relationship. It can be a marriage. It could be anything. And I think it's about just sitting down and being aware. How do you treat each other? How are you, how are you giving yourself, you know, self-care and self-love? How is the other person doing it? Um, have you guys sort of communicated um, how you feel loved by the other person? You know, I love uh, focusing around love languages. That is something that that I didn't really have in my early part of my life. Um, I wish that I had, but I discovered it, you know, over the last few years. And it really is crucial to you understanding how you receive love, your value of love and what that is and being able to communicate that to a partner. So I, I do like to start with awareness. You know, when you think about your partner and how you guys interact, where are the holes that are making you not feel either appreciated, loved, and also how are you treating your partner? And, you know, it's, it's all that give and take, right? So just assessing being aware, writing things down. I feel like I feel loved when you do this, or I don't feel loved when you do this. And then being able to sit down and talk about it. Um, it doesn't have to be the elephant in the room. It just pick a time. Maybe you go to dinner, maybe you make dinner, maybe it's, you know, on a walk and just say, yeah, I'd love to talk to you about, you know, how I'm feeling and how you make me feel loved. Start with the positives. You know, when you do this, I feel very loved. Or when you, um, you know, communicate with me this way, or you do this, I feel loved. How do you feel loved for me? And just start in that positive space and then say, you know, I'd also like to talk about things that don't make me feel appreciated and, and, and loved. Um, and I would like for you to do the same. So everything you bring to the table, make sure that you can also support that with yourself and how you're treating the other person. And then once you guys sort of talk about this and discuss it and everything's on the table, let it digest, you know, but, but come at it from a loving place. Don't come at it from a resentful and, and, you know, exhausted place, you know, take the time, take the responsibility for yourself to give that to you so that you're showing up in a positive way for your partner. Um, and then you guys can start to create a plan. Okay. Well, we really, we've been kind of sitting around watching shows all the time. What can we do to invigorate, you know, time together that doesn't include things that we were already doing? What can we, what can we sub out? What can we do differently? Uh, maybe it's taking a walk. Maybe it's joining, you know, a gym together or doing a stretch class or doing a yoga class. Bowling league. Bowling league <laughs> you know, dance yeah. classes, mm -hmm. you know, bar hopping, whatever it is. <laughs> takes, you out, takes you out and, and gives you gives you something else to look forward to. Because as we know, when you're in long-term relationships or even relationships over a few years, you kind of get stuck 
in that routine. Yeah. Like you were mentioning, Sean, you get complacent, you know, how do you invigorate things? You, you decide that there's other things you want to explore. Yeah. I think the biggest the challenge and we were, you know, as you were saying, when couples start saying, well, let's just sit down and let's just have a heart to heart about, well, what do you love about this? What do you love about that? And, and it comes from an exhaustive place and you don't do what I love. You should understand me more. You don't understand my love language. <laughs> the other person's going, whoa, 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 wait, what? And they're trying to understand it. Even when the person tries to explain, yeah, well, I love it when you do the things. And for example, you know, many people aren't even clear on their own love language. So if someone's right. like, look, I give her diamonds. I take her on big trips. I got her a nice car. And, and the other person may be like, that's not what I love in a relationship. They're nice. I'm sure they appreciate it. But if you're not clear about what you love in a relationship and are able to articulate that, the other person's going to be like, I don't even know what makes you happy. Yeah. We have to go back to step one before we come to the table and mm-hmm. go, well, what does make me happy? What do I love in a relationship? And getting clear with that so you can then come to the table with some uh, clarity about, and uh, this is what I love. Absolutely. And I, I think that, you know, if you know that and you guys have a healthy relationship, but you just feel a little stagnant, it's about deciding what you guys want to do together. It could be, you know, exploring, you know, other intimate things together, you know, which is always a fun thing with couples. You can explore, you know, outdoor activities or, you know, maybe it's socializing more, creating more dinner parties or, or having, you know, different things like that. It's, it's just saying, you know, what is it just like you said, Sean, what is it that makes me happy? And then, you know, incorporating that into a new kind of schedule. And then also, you know, talking intimately, you know, maybe, maybe there's some exhaustive things that are, aren't really stimulating or satisfying in the bedroom, you know, taking a step and addressing that, that tends to be a big elephant in the room where I don't want to talk about this, or I'm not feeling, you know, equal here, or it doesn't happen when I want to have it happen or things like that. Um, and just taking the time to not feel judged and not try to impose, um, judgment on the other person and just say, let's talk about this. It has nothing to do with, you know, something that's going wrong. Let's just enhance it. Mm -hmm. And there's lots of specific things too. And, and I know I, I always like to give specific examples because I know people feel like, oh, well, maybe you don't understand and we're going through this or, you know, sometimes it's really about recognizing things a lot earlier on because couples can wait so long. And then that's when that resentment comes in. It's really hard to have a healthy conversation. So it is almost about removing your ego first. And I always like to jump in for myself. If I'm personally working on my own relationship with Sean, clearly, (laughs) or, or with my daughter or with my girlfriends or something like that. And I feel like let me just take a minute to look in the mirror before I go, because it is so easy to accuse. It's, you know, when you're first learning how to do this and have a conversation, or maybe sort of your habit is continuously the same and you're never really getting a result out of your conversation in your relationships. Cause some people are like, well, I've tried that. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's reassess then because that's part of our renewal, right? Yep. You, just let me just finish this yeah, yeah, yeah. with And so you reassess and you go, let me just look at myself for just a second about how I respond to things. If you know your partner well enough, you know what his reactions are. So how can I not react, be reactive in the conversation and be open and loving so that I can share what I need? 
But that's exactly it. So I sort of exhibited my point. When someone's sharing what's important to them and you get on your own track about, well, this is what's important to me. And you interrupt, you interject, you're not hearing the other person's perspective in mm-hmm. full, right? So for example, if I just cut in, you know, because we have this great language, if, if, if someone starts to cut in, I'm like, can I finish my thought? Kind of like, like we just did. That's what I'm, that's my point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's sort of my point, <laughs> right, right? Right, right, right? You go, no, I need to hear her completely mm-hmm. and being specific. And, and people, this is, if we're not under sh- clear about well, what makes me happy? Like, you know, you said, well, this makes me happy. But wait, the question is, what makes you feel loved? Mm-hmm. Right? So you could be talking about two different things, especially mm-hmm. the love language between guys and, and, and women are completely different in many aspects in the way that we see things. And anybody, we see things from a unique perspective. And when we allow ourselves to hear it from their perspective, now we've opened ourselves to compassion and understanding and go, oh, Oh, this makes you happy, but it doesn't make you feel loved. Correct. Oh, I see. Now, how can I, as someone who's invested in you as a partner, we're in this together, create a better dynamic here? Absolutely. And I think it's a good time um, to establish, even in your, like you were saying, Ari, your your relationships with your children, with your family, as you know, just maybe start to introduce the idea of a check-in. So we could either do a weekly check-in, bi-monthly check-in, and just see where we're sitting. Maybe it's every month, you know, I, I speak to my mom all the time, like almost daily, you know, we, we have check-ins on a daily basis, um, probably a little too frequently, but we love it. It works for us. Um, but it's something that, to your point, Ari, when you have things that go too long and become resentful. If you can establish a healthy routine of conversation and time around that, maybe, maybe that time conversation is, you know, every Thursday, every, every other Thursday, we're going to go to dinner and we're going to just talk about each other, not about all the things going on, not about kids, not about work, not about anything, but just ourselves check in with each other. Once you establish that relationship. And I think this is one of the things that's very difficult for people is establishing a healthy communication pattern. And when you already have that in place and you both agree to it, then it becomes just part of your practice in your relationship and say, you know what, I'm feeling like this, but I know Thursday's coming up and this is something I'm going to bring to the table. Um, and then it doesn't go for so long. And then you can talk about, I'm feeling like this, or I'm feeling overwhelmed, or I'm feeling really happy. Like this is really working well. Let's keep going here. Um, but it, it encourages the other partner to just, you know, feel empowered and also feel um, informed by your emotions, how things are going. I think some of the dynamics tend to people would in relationships would say, well, if it's a male female relationship, well, she shares, she overshares and she doesn't listen to me, or I'm not sure how to, how to communicate how I'm feeling, but she does, you know, if it's, you know, there's always someone in a relationship that feels that the other person's oversharing. So you don't want to, you don't want to, you know, support that. You want to say, I'm giving you the space and I'm holding space for you to share. And if it feels weird initially, it's okay. I'm here, I'm not going anywhere. You know, let's just get it out there. Because yeah, a lot of times couples are, are just not on the same page. Everyone's so busy. He's busy. She's busy. And we just get home. We're exhausted. We're tired. We get the kids and we're the last to check in with each other. And we don't really create that time, that opportunity. And it is about being strategic and making it important. Mm-hmm. Like what are the priorities in our relationship 
And a lot of times, you know, like <laughs> certain people will be like, oh, I just don't want to have this conversation tonight, babe. And just like, ah. and the other person's like, no, I need to have it now. I need to have it now. Yeah. And nobody's listening and we're not optimizing this moment, right? It, so, it, yeah. But I'll just give one little okay. simple perhaps. Well, I'll, I'll, give, I'll make that a takeaway. I'll save it. Go ahead. Oh, great. Okay. Make <clears throat> yeah. that a takeaway. Okay. Uh, um, I was just going to share something kind of funny between the two of us, again, giving a funny example, where in, as coaching client and we're yeah, have a great session and we were talking about love language and getting to her relationship and sort of really asking like have you asked your husband what his love language is and we got into what that means and all that kind of fun stuff and then i'm sitting there thinking wait i don't even know if i know what sean's love language because sometimes we change we shift like we want we have you know with different times in our life and i'm like i don't even think i've asked sean i'm like honey so get off the call and i'm immediately where he's making dinner and i immediately go over there and i go babe i just had this beautiful session and then i i I realized that i don't know what your love language is <laughs> so like, I'm, I'm laughing i'm like oh, what yeah. the heck and so um and so i'm i learn it and it's it's so wonderful and and it really takes us that little tiny moment of sharing some laughter and some not like gosh i don't know how to to be in a relationship with you hey i just mm-hmm. did i just really had a self-discovery of i, I would like to know more about you mm-hmm. and discover more about you yeah. And and it and it did such a cute little shift in our relationship. And this was not more than yeah. six months ago. Yeah, it is diff- definitely a shift in that way. Like you said, I want to know more about you, but it's that I don't know how this goes. But it's that action. Like there's some people who walk into a room and go, "Here I am," and then some people walk into a room, "Oh, there you are." Yeah, right. Like it's a difference. And the same when we come home and we do get into these patterns and we take each other for granted. How can we break? that just sort of unconscious habit. How can we do that? But you have, to have the desire to go, to be aware. this is not working for me. And, yeah. and, and, and also within, and you check it in with yourself, go, what isn't that I don't like about this? Let me get clear about this before I actually have this conversation. Mm-hmm. I think one of the beautiful you know, routines people can start, whether it's daily, weekly, or whatever, it is you know, for people who just aren't great communicators, and I wasn't a great one early in my life, for sure. But is just make it simple for yourself yeah. at night before you go to bed. Go, you know what? Three questions. What was the highlight of your day? Da, da, da. What did you, what was your challenge today? These challenges says, Oh, how can I help you tomorrow? Oh, that's, that's great. Fantastic. But, but as I say, if you don't feel like a romantic person <laughs> in a relationship yeah. or, or anybody, mm-hmm. if three questions. To, Yep. Very yeah. simple questions. What was the highlight? What was the biggest challenge? How can I help you tomorrow? That's Absolutely. a wonderful way to, re, <clears throat> you know, recreate your priorities too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And stepping into that next level of changing in a relationship. I, I and I to this day, I even my mom says it, and I, I have these great conversations with her, and she goes, "Oh, you're right. Is you know, I'm too old to change." Yeah. And that is such an old school way of thinking where I'm stuck in my ways, I'm never going to change and that's it. But it's, it could be further from the truth. I've changed more in this part of my lifetime than I have ever in my twenties and my thirties. I mean, I was always changing and didn't really realize it. Maybe not always for the better, but you know, you get to this place in your life. I'm like, wait, I actually know, I know less now than I ever did before in a good way. And I need that because now I'm, I'm so much more open to absorbing 
information and absorbing and taking lessons and going to a coach and listening to my partner and listening to my girlfriends. And, uh, and, and, and now I'm like, wow, I, I'm a, a sponge. Yeah. And yeah. Allow that to be, if you want that in your relationship, or it could be, I'm going to start changing and hopefully my partner comes with me and maybe it's, maybe this is a better future for you. And you may realize this mm-hmm. partner isn't for you either. And that's okay too. It's getting into the depths of that, which is a whole other podcast, but you know, well, that's another podcast, but I did really about assessing you, you know? Yeah. And I love this topic and this discussion around renewing relationships because you know, there's a lot of uh, people that I also coach that are dating. They're out there. They don't have a relationship. Um, they're trying to figure out what type of relationship and what person is right for them. And I think it is true. Um, everything that both of you guys have been saying, and it's something that, that I lean into is, you know, understanding yourself. And when you are dating those first few dates, you know, maybe it is having that conversation about how they feel loved and you don't have to position it to say, what's your love language. I mean, you can't <laughs> feel comfortable. You can also kind of take those right. questions and say, you know, what makes you feel more loved this or this. And so that way you can understand how this, this person functions. And if it's something that you're willing to participate in, right. You feel like, oh, I can show up for this person this way, or that's just not what equates with me in my love language. So there's a lot of these topics and things we're talking about in renewing existing relationships can also be applied to dating, you know, understanding yourself, being aware, how do I function? What, what's my relationship culture that I want to create? Um, when you're looking for that partner to share it with. Um, I will also speak from experience that the partner that I have currently, we have the same love language. And it was one of the things that we talked about very early on in our dating when we were first dating and we were celebrating it because we both appreciate and give each other the same things. And I, I've never been in a relationship like that. And it just feels extremely supported. It feels extremely loving. And I feel fulfilled in that love category. And I thought, wow, this is so crucial to uh, like working together and being in a relationship, romantic relationship dynamic. It can also correlate to when you're co- in a co-parenting relationship, when you're in a relationship with your parents, your sister, your brother, you know, just to say, gosh, you know, let's just take this little test together and, and see your friendships, you know, how, how can I support and, and be a, the best friend to you? How can I be the best sister or the best daughter that makes you feel the love that I'm trying to give you? So it really does extend into so many relationships in your life. And once you understand, you know, for me, what my top love language is quality time. I love talking. I love connecting that. I'll take that over everything else. Um, But understanding that that might not be a component of one of my best friends, you know, maybe that's not one of the things, maybe it's more gift giving or more, um, you know, uh, appreciative talk or, you know, words of affirmation or something so that I know they hear me when I'm speaking their language instead of it always being from where I think they, you know, are going to hear me. So it does translate into all relationships. Babe, what's your takeaway? Well, my biggest takeaway, I'm revamping and revitalizing and re-energizing my life and believing again, the ability to create 
an experience, a feeling, a sensation, a dynamic that you want. You have to A, believe that and mm-hmm. get clear on that first. I think that's the part where we either get out of one relationship or get into another, or we're just, we're still single or whatever it is. Are we clear on what we want to feel in a relationship? Mm-hmm. Spending the time with yourself to ask yourself that question. And I do why ladder with clients all the time. What do you want to feel? What do you want to create? What is that? You, I don't know. I don't know. But, well, it's going to be hard to find someone if you're not clear on that first. 100%. That to the table, right? Because you're not being your best self and investing in that and go, okay, well, why is this feeling? I'm going to feel loved by um, connection. Okay. Why yeah. is that important to you? Well, because I don't know. My parents weren't really connected and we felt lost. Okay. So you don't want to feel lost in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So, you see, if, if you start to do that with yourself, with a sense of grace, a sense of joy and, and understanding, I'm just learning about myself. Wow. Now I can start to be my best self in the next relationship, whatever it is. Yep. This is really asking yourself some real personal questions. Get intimate with yourself as you would another partner. Yeah. And that will just be like a magnet. <laughs> and it will. Oh my gosh. This was such a wonderful podcast both of you. It was really, I mean, there's so much to explore always. Right. And I just, I love listening. I love listening in this because I feel like I'm always learning something new. Remember being that sponge and being open. So I just want to thank everybody so much again for um, being a part and listening to this podcast. And I, again, hope you got some vital information for yourself and to help in your relationship. And Leanne, uh, as always, I, we always thank you for your time and your commitment to all of us and to our listeners now. Yeah. Uh, and we'll have a whole another series coming up. So please stay tuned for more at Aloha Life Uncharted. Thank you all for listening and we will see you and hear you next week. Take care. Bye. Bye.